What is up, dude? Happy Tuesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2023, and welcome to episode number 506, season three of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the still study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Today's topic on the study session. Yesterday, did the Still City Insider podcast with Jim Wexel, and we were talking about the offensive line upgrading, and I posed a question to Jim. Do you think that the spot where they need to upgrade on the offensive line is Chooks a core for it right tackle? And Jim said not necessarily, but it got me thinking, and I'm going to dig into that topic today here on episode number 506. Anyways, Gratitude, appreciation to all the yins out there in Steelers Nation. Speaking of Wex, don't forget about the podcast that he and I do over on his site, the Still City Insider. Our podcast is called the Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I just recorded yesterday, touched on the Super Bowl contest between the Chiefs and the Eagles, and then got into some off-season talk about your Pittsburgh Steelers. So check that out. It's linked in the show notes, episode number 55, season three. And... Also, don't forget about the new feature on the Still Study, the Study Session Live. It is my foray into video podcasting on the Still Study. It'll be episode two this weekend. Basically, I take the primary topic that I was getting into during the week and cover it in my video. And this session, this Study Session Live, episode number two, will be my first mock draft of the year. You won't be able to get that in the study sessions during the week you're gonna have to check out that study session live it will be my first mock draft so be sure to check that out and also please don't forget about our affiliate partnership with real life trading if you've ever wanted to learn how to trade the stock markets profitably successfully consistently real life trading is your one-stop shop to make that happen so check it out it's changed my life that's why i want to share it with all of you here today so studyings, let's get into it. Episode number 506. So that question that I posed to Jim, is right tackle the spot where the Steelers would pull the trigger on an upgrade? And I haven't really thought about a core four too deeply because they signed him to an extension this past season. But I wanted to dig into this question a little bit. So... You'll remember Corfor was drafted a few years ago. He was signed to a contract extension last offseason. He's very young. He's only 25 at this point, so there's still a lot of room for him to grow and develop. He's more of an athletic tackle. He can move. He's not a road grader in the run game. He doesn't blow people off the ball. He's decent in pass protection. He probably has not hit his ceiling. He has more room for growth, but what that growth is at this point, this many seasons in, it's probably not going to be that much higher. So is there a possibility that if the Steelers were going to upgrade the offensive line, could it be at that right tackle position? And I posed that question to Jim Wexel yesterday, and he said not necessarily. He His take on the draft is you draft Hall of Famers. If there's a Hall of Famer available there, you pull the trigger. But let's consider for a moment the likelihood of 
upgrading the offensive line at right tackle. So think about it. Dan Moore is only two years in. He was a fourth-round pick. We don't have as much tape on Moore. There's still opportunity and room for him to grow. So I don't think they want to put an end to that narrative yet, to that story yet. They want to let him develop and see what he has. Kevin Dotson, again, he's younger too. He has three seasons in, not as many as a core four. So maybe they still want to see what's possible there. Center, Mason Cole, he's a veteran. He showed leadership on that offensive line. I do think there's a possibility they can upgrade the offensive line at center, but that's not going to be done until the second or third round if they do that. And that's a there's a high probability on that, them pulling the trigger on a center. I think Cole is a stopgap at this point. So potentially they draft a center, start the season with Cole, maybe give him the year to play if there's injury then their rookie they throw in there. Right guard, James Daniels, he's there. He's a fixture. He's not going anywhere. But then you go to right tackle. Again, Chooks has been the continuity on the offensive line. He's the vet. He's been around. He's been serviceable. serviceable. He's been average. He hasn't been dominant. And the likelihood is he's never going to be dominant. He's going to be okay. He's going to know the system. He's going to make a good block every once in a while. He's going to fulfill his responsibilities, but he's not going to be dominant. And that's not to say the other four offensive linemen that I talked about are dominant, but maybe, just maybe, the Steelers will look for a right tackle to come in and push a core for. So he's got two years left on his contract, I believe. He signed a three-year Dill last season, maybe they do pull the trigger on a right tackle. Now, think of this. Consider this. Right tackles are easier to find. Now, easier, take that with a grain of salt because it's difficult to find a strong player. But they are more readily available than are left tackles. Left tackles are at a premium. You're going to have to draft those guys in the top 10 to come in and start right away. But, If the Steelers truly are considering a lineman at pick 17, it's probably going to be a tackle. I don't know about guard. The more I think about this, maybe they pull the trigger on a tackle to come in and push a core for, to challenge him, to test him. And competition brings out the best in players, right? And Accor Four's only signed for two more years. Yes, he's young. But that is a scenario that does make sense to me. So am I saying that I've maybe changed or wavered a little bit there on pick number 17 when it comes to drafting the offensive line? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think I have. And again, this is a continual process of evaluation reflection. I'm sure my take will adjust on this several times before the draft, but a core four has got two years left with this team. We probably have seen a core four get close to his ceiling. He's probably got a little bit more growth to go. And so drafting a tackle 
to come in and compete on that right side to push a core for and to maybe even be the backup for left tackle. Remember, the Steelers like position versatility. Maybe that makes more sense than I gave credence to from the outset. So at this point, February 14, 2023, as I'm examining this, I've shifted a bit. I don't see Dan Moore as the guy they're looking to supplant. I don't see left or right guard, although I think they're going to draft for depth there. I think right tackle, if the right player falls, who has position versatility is going to be a guy they will consider at 17. I'm not saying that they're going to do that. To me, it's going to be between cornerback and if a tackle falls. Yes, I've changed. And second round, there are a few prospects there at center, and I'm going to start getting into discussing these prospects. Again, my first mock draft is coming this weekend. But if one of those guys is available in the second or third round, they could pull a trigger on a center. Again, we saw in that Super Bowl contest two strong offensive lines, what they can do for your offense. There's no doubt the Steelers need to bolster that position. And if they do, I think it will be at right tackle if they're going after that position in the first round. What are your thoughts? And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 506 of the study session. My gratitude and appreciation to Jens Beautiful, beautiful studying. Gorgeous weather out here on the East Coast. Beautiful, sunny, sunshine, and feeling good. Hope you are doing the same. It's Valentine's Day. Give your loved one a hug and kiss. If you got little kids, give them a hug and kiss. Tell them you love them. Happy Valentine's Day. This is what life is all about. And remember, on this Tuesday, February 14th, 2023, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.